0: darcy 1994 1995 wwf it wasn't very good man what what can we do
1: marty B- beverly mcfly let's jump in my 1989 nine two century let's go 88 miles an hour because we're going we don't need any roads back in 1994 1995 world wrestling federation
0: <laughs>
1: From the intersection of Sunset Boulevard and Main Minnesota, you downloaded Main Event Status Radio with your host, Mr. Beverly Hill, nine zero two one zero, and the dirty John Dirty. Welcome back. To Mid Event Status Radio, recorded live from the Mid Event Status Studios. (laughs) I am the Dirty Dog Darcy, gaining and baning. All that fun jazz. Thrilling with the guy from the (laughs) the 90210 Hillens, Mr. Beverly Hills. What's happening?
0: Not too much, man. I'm feeling like true Beverly Hills today. I'm all gussied up. I have a wedding later today, so we're hitting it hard this morning. We're kicking butt, taking names, all that good jazz. We're going back in time. I am sad.
1: That if I would have known you're going to be all dressed up and all that, Mr. Beverly Hills, <laughs> I am sad I did not pull up my tuxedo and all <laughs> that and put that on for I could elbow drop the suit jacket every <laughs> every once in a while.
0: If you ever get worked up, I mean, we can always work in a, you know, this is where Dirty Dog would elbow drop the suit coat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I did not email you this this past week. I did not say anything to you about this, but... How, I want to say, say, oh, probably six months ago or so, how I was saying on the podcast I took a bump in one of the trailers.
0: Oh, gosh, I remember that.
1: Let's just say I took it to the extreme this past week.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: I just want to tell everybody who's listening to the podcast and to you, Mr. Hills, pay attention to your where you're uh, stepping. Oh no, what happened? Let's just say I wasn't paying attention to what I was stepping because we were putting in long days this past week. And without me realizing it, I found myself between, halfway stuck between the, one of the trailers and the metal dock plate.
0: Oh no, ow, that sounds awful.
1: Yeah, my perch, both sides of my legs are, perch have a really bad uh, rug burn.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah, well, I hope you feel better, man.
1: So, people, pay attention to your. A step in, just like we're going to be paying attention to what we're uh, stepping here on this weekend's podcast, the special cast number 11, Beverly Hills. What are we doing?
0: All right. So, okay. This kind of stems from, uh, you know, what we were doing for our for our series here, which was 1995 uh, Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. Um And also kind of stemming from, you know, my own project of watching nineties (laughs) pay-per-views while I'm working. So I was just, you know, going through, you know, 1990, I started in 1991, um, going, going through. And when I got to 1994 was really when I was just like, you know, the things that I think should be happening just aren't. And, I, you know, I don't think I'm some creative genius, but I really was just, like, looking and seeing, like, I just think there are a lot more logical ways to go with 1994, 1995, and um, I just started jotting them down, and uh, I just kind of went from there, and I was like, you know, Mr. Dog, I think, you know, I've been doing this, and you said, well, why don't we just throw it on the air, and... See what sticks. So here we are. I was trying to think of a good
1: booking team for to intro us, but I guess you and I could be. You could be the Court Bauer to my Alex Greenfield, or okay. you could be the Ed Ferrera to my Vince Russo.
0: See, see, that was what I was afraid of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to think, or I was just say one of us could be. Be Pat Patterson. One of the other one could be Vince McMahon, but <laughs> that could be taken so many so many wrong ways. Uh, me comparing one of us or each both of us to one of those two guys. So oh like,
0: my God. I, or like, I don't know. Maybe if we go like super or old school, like you could be George Scott and I could be Ole Anderson or something like that. <laughs> true or like 1980s wcw or nwa i guess it would be
1: or we could do something like maybe kevin sullivan and eric bischoff or something okay. like that so so, mid- uh, 90s wcw yeah
0: or oh or after bischoff left like that last three months of wcw before they closed like kevin sullivan and terry taylor that wasn't a bad time by the way so i mean maybe maybe that <laughs>
1: Just the question is, who is the Red Rooster and who is the leader of the Dungeon of Doom?
0: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Paul Heyman and Raven from the ECW. We can be, that's Maybe that's the best one. Okay. Who is Paulie and who is Raven? I'm pretty sure you're Paulie. No. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I was going to say you're Paulie and I'm Raven. Um, but you're like the poet and all that. So I think maybe you're Raven we We could just be a combination of both How about yeah, that? we both have our tendencies from each of them. you could be Polly Polo that could be paul <laughs> or that could be Johnny heyman Johnny Johnny dangerously that's it, a movie there you go that's that's the name of a movie is Johnny dangerously I don't know what it is I'm <laughs> going to look at that one up because that's interesting. I we just stumbled upon that <laughs> <laughs> all, all right I, man.
1: I am excited that I we're a riffin here, Mr. Beverly Hills.
0: We are we are a, a riffin' and a spiffid. 1984, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, uh, it's a parody of 1930s crime dramas, and it's got Michael Keaton in it. <laughs>
1: well, so, talk is up your alley, Since you liked it, was on True Crime, uh, Thing of Bobs.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. well, I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah, that was such. I'm now was, I was thinking about the jinx. That was a good freaking show. <laughs> um. Okay. So. I guess um you know since i had a lot more time to think of it uh i'll be kind of the whatever latter part of this card um i don't want to downplay yours at all by any means well that you're,
1: yeah just just because possibly, but, you had more thought you know yes. that i thought it'd be fair for me to go first because yeah i didn't give it i didn't give it as much thought as you yeah you did so since yeah I, I mean since i was looking at my wounds this, this past week <laughs> As I say, if if you think this dog is hurt, you'd be happy to see what the other dog looks like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I spent admittedly way too much time doing this, you know, uh, and spent way too many government dollars um, on my 1994 1995 booking plan. But uh, so yeah, so that's what, that's why I'm going left. I got this like piece of paper, I. D- I, uh, <laughs> so this kid who like moved, he left his notebook like underneath his desk. So I took it. I don't want to waste paper. So like, maybe you can see it. He had like scribbled on it like in pencil. He's got like yeah. these like. Or like his name or something on it, so I just wrote my booking plan over the top. Of it. So if I have any problems like reading it, just blame him. How dare you use my my tax pay, my my tax dollars
1: on your free time, Mister Beverly Hills? How, oh, that is, such a, how dare that is you.
0: such a Jesse Ventura line, by the way. That is so something he would be like. All these teachers use their spare ten minutes to to write down about Jeff Jarrett. Then the NSA is watching me. How about they watch Mr. Beverly Hills, where he takes his spare five ten minutes to write down about Barry Horowitz?
1: Mr. Beverly Hills is a terrorist, not me, former governor of Minnesota, Daddy O. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, I I know. uh, Over the last few nights, I was kind of I was looking at you know the different pay per view cards and all that. I was also looking at the WCW pay per view cards from right Around this time just to see what see what the what were the main events during this time and well so I, you know we're gonna start from WrestleMania ten and go through pretty much WrestleMania eleven.
0: Okay. And, that's what you did. Yeah that's about what I did too. Yeah. I was just gonna ask you what your time frame was. Yeah so
1: pretty much, I'm pretty much booking, booking from WrestleMania to WrestleMania.
0: Awesome. That's and, about what I'm doing
1: too. Okay, good pretty much during this time or during this time, I was also looking at the WCW pay-per-view main events, and okay. I think right around WrestleMania 10 was right around the time Hulk Hogan signed with WCW. Okay. Give or take. Seems well right, I don't know. Yeah, then during the summer, it was pretty much Hogan and Flair for a few pay-per-views, and towards the end of, well, towards WrestleMania 11, it was Hulk Hogan and Vader off and on for the main events of, wrestle, uh, main events of WCW pay-per-view, so I was thinking, okay... You know, if I had, you know, more time, I would, uh, you know, kind of look at more of the details and the TV tapes and all that to give it more of a thought, but, so I, just, so I was just trying to think of, okay, I'll base my pay-per-view main events kind of against WCW pay-per-view main events. Okay, kind perfect. Of, kind of booking back and forth, so I'm starting out at WrestleMania 10, that, you know, I, I'm in, so I just kind of, I'll just kind of run down the card and give, what, the matches uh, how I'll change it to, right, or okay. the, the the the, you know you know well, I'll just uh, I'll just explain it you know I'll we start out <laughs> with Owen and Brett how Owen won, okay which I'll keep keep that match as is, then okay. you know Bam Bam and Luna defeated the Clowns, whatever, Macho defeated the Crush, Lando Blaze retained the women's title against Lali Kai. I put down Mom defeated Quebecers by a countout. <laughs> so this is what, what where I'll start changing it up. Okay. I'll have Lux Luger defeating Yokozuna for the WWF title. Okay. Then Earthquake could you know defeat Adam Bomb in short fashion. Razor oh,
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, Razor Ramon you know wins the you know unifies the two intercontinental titles in a ladder match. Then then in the main event, Lux Luger will def- defeat Bret Hart and retain the WWF title. Okay. Because I was think I know I. I was just thinking, like, okay, I, I I remember you taking, I think, a screen cap of your notes and all that. I was thinking, okay, I kind of want to change up a little bit from what you have. And I obviously <laughs> the summer before, 93, Luger seemed pretty hot yep, and all that. And and I was just thinking, Granny, I think by wrestling at 10, he was kind of, you know, kind of the flame was dwindling down a little bit. But I was yeah. thinking, you know, during, you know we, well, we were talking in the wrestling at 11 series that, uh, you no, know, Diesel wasn't the greatest WWF champion, but it wasn't really that great of business anyway. So I was thinking, why not just put it on Lux Luger just to see how how things go?
0: Sure, no, I that's worth it, worth a shot.
1: So I was think, you know, thinking, was thinking, i put, yeah, yeah, the, especially the great match that Brent and Owen had at the opening opening match of WrestleMania Ten. I was thinking, what a great first title defense would be for Lux Luger on, yeah, winning the title earlier in the night, you know, halfway through the pay per view then. What, yeah did retaining the title against Bret Hart, who had an awesome match against Owen Hart. Cool. So yeah. then after that, I'll go into the King of the Ring, where, where in my timeline, Owen Hart won the King of the Ring. Okay. Lux Luger retains the title against Bret Hart. Then Diesel wins the Intercontinental title against Razor Ramon. Okay. Oh, interesting. Cool. So I was thinking that way, you know, it, it kind of builds... You know, it gives Owen more of a steamroll effect, Help give him more heat, you know, build him up from the mid-carders to a possible mid-event star later on in the future. Then, you know, yeah, then, you know, giving Luger another victory over Brett, who will be a former world champion, a former King of the Ring winner. I was thinking, yeah, that would help possibly try to build Luger in the title back up to what, what it was. Right. Then going into SummerSlam... I would have the One Two Three Kid and Razor feud with the Quebecers, and when when the tag team titles at SummerSlam, oh cool, just to kind of have a a unique tag team, uh, tagging up and all that, you know, because yeah, a kid with a uh, lightning speed and all that, and Razor with the technical ability and the strength and all that, so that'd be a kind of a cool tag team and all yeah, that. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, I like that. I I like that one.
1: Then I would have Owen Hart defeating Mabel. I don't know. Just be... I was thinking, if Owen's going to be one of my... One of my players. top... Yeah, one of my main event players. Might as well have him in some kind of a match. And I really didn't know who else to really throw him against but Mabel. Okay. Then Diesel would retain the Intercontinental title against The Undertaker.
0: Okay. Just just well, you because... Got Lex, you got Lex Luger against The Undertaker, yeah? No. And
1: I D- like, Diesel retaining the Intercontinental said, title I've, against against oh, Undertaker just because Undertaker, I think it was last, last appearance he was at was at the Rumble in 94 and all yes. that. I was thinking, bring, well, he came back at that SummerSlam 94, so I was thinking if he's coming back, why not have him against Diesel in between King of the Ring and SummerSlam kind of have promos that Diesel and Michaels had kind of teasing the Undertaker's return and having Diesel want to take on the Undertaker at at, at, at SummerSlam That have Paul Bearer show up and like Yes, Undertaker, <laughs> or yes, Diesel. My Undertaker wants to challenge you for the Intercontinental Title. Oh, yes, <laughs> and all that. So kind of awesome. you kind of have Paul Bear, you know, be there to kind of be the you know sparring with Shawn Michaels, you know, for promos and all that. And yeah, Diesel, you know, defeating Undertaker, kind of have a legit mid event win, you know, re- to retain the Intercontinental Title. Then Bret Hart and Lex Luger will finish their feud. At SummerSlam, and Bret Hart will re, will win the WWF title in the steel cage match. Just because, you know, just I was thinking of well, at, at least you know letting Luger hold the title till SummerSlam and all that, just to give him a just to give him a fair chance. So, then going into the Survivor Series in November, the purchase the main event, a Survivor Series match, I would have Owen Hart. Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Yokozuna and Bam Bam Bigelow defeating the team of Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, Lux Luger, the 123 Kid and Doink. Just to kind of tie in with the feuds I've had since WrestleMania 10 and kind of tie in some of the matches that they had at some of those guys had with each other at WrestleMania 10. Just to kind of have the heels go over and all that. Nice. Then Yeah, at- that's
0: a good idea. I like that idea.
1: Then at the Royal Rumble, Bret Hart retains the WWF title against Bob Backlund. Just because, oh. you know, in real time, or in the real WWF timeline, how Backlund and Bret had a feud, you know, in in the last few months of 94, so I thought, why not kind of push that to the Rumble 95 and having Bret retain the title. Then my Royal Rumble winner for 1995 would be the 1994 King of the Ring winner, Owen Hart. Okay. So that would go into, you know, Brett and Owen, rest, you know, main eventing in WrestleMania 11 for the WWF title. But before I go there, I would have Yoko Zuna and Bam Bam Bigelow defeating the 1-2-3 Kid and Razor Ramon for the tag team title.
0: Cool. That's an awesome tag team. I like that
1: a lot. You know, to kind of tie that in with the Survivor Series main event where, you know, Yoko and Bam Bam were two of the five guys on the heel team that that won and all that, so yeah, cause I know I know you and I were big fans of Bam Bam Bigelow during the few rounds that we reviewed, in the, uh, the WrestleMania 11 series, and how we both love Yokozuna too. So it could be cool to see those two big men team up team up together and to win the tag titles.
0: It's solid, I like that idea.
1: Then I'd have uh, Razor Ramon defeating Diesel for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 11 to you know give the babyface the mid-card title once again. Mm-hmm. Then, I'll ha- then I would have Owen Hart defeating Bret Hart to win the, the WWF title at WrestleMania 11. Then just to tie in LT into WrestleMania 11... In-
0: okay, I'm interested at in this. I'm interested in where you fit this in. I would
1: <laughs> in the main event match, I would have Lawrence Taylor defeating Shawn Michaels.
0: Interesting. Okay, how are you going to... Okay. That, cool. Okay. How do we pull... How do we make that feud? Let's do that. Because okay. this, is, this is some good stuff. Now let's work some storylines. How do we pull a Shawn Michaels-Lawrence Taylor feud? What happens at Rumble to maybe spur us in that well, direction? What's since, Shawn involved in?
1: Diesel Diesel still was the Intercontinental champion from from, uh, the, from the King of the Ring to WrestleMania, I was thinking Diesel can have uh, Intercontinental title defense and all that, then... Then obviously diesel diesel retains it. Then somehow maybe against who whoever you want to throw in there, let's just say I don't know. Well, let's see. Well, let me look at my notes. Whoever the face, let's say No, well, not right Let's say one two three kid or something. Then okay. Ray, you know Razor was outside. So no, that's his second. Then you know at the end of the match, Razor decks Sean or something. Then Sean's all embarrassed. Then. Kind of pull like what Bam Bam did at the Rumble and walking around the ring, kinda of getting in the fans' face like how dare you laugh at me then getting in LT's face and pretty much maybe slapping him and all that, or maybe somehow sweet chin music in him or something. Oh, okay. Alright, cool. So I kinda of, kinda of tie in with that and then on RAWs and superstars and action zones and all that, maybe have Sean do like his Heartbreak Hotel segments and you know, taunting LT on having a match with him at WrestleMania eleven. Okay. Just to kind of say, LT, you know, you you might be one of the big men, one of the best athletes on the football field, but you cannot do what I do inside the squared circle.
0: Hmm, I like that idea.
1: So, because I know you and I were talking about that, uh, you know, during our WrestleMania Road to WrestleMania Eleven series, and all that, I think even during our the podcast last week, like, what would it be like with Sean and LT? So I was thinking, why not just throw that in my in my. uh my alternate timeline and all that, of having Sean and LT go at it.
0: That's a good idea.
1: I, I like think, that. I was thinking Sean would probably be one of the other guys besides Bam Bam who could, ha- you know, keep his heel heat against LT and all that and help pull out a good match out of LT if Sean doesn't have his temper tensions that he's known for having back during that time.
0: Yeah, right.
1: That's so, a good I, idea. so, I guess, what's your overall thoughts on my rough outline?
0: Oh, I like it because, I mean, and you're, you're going to see a lot of similarities coming up with me, but the idea of Owen being featured, hes that's, for me, the biggest travesty of 1994-1995 is the misuse, poor use, whatever, of Owen Hart. I thought he was so hot. And I mean I wasn't there to you know to say whatever but in watching the stuff in in my rewatch or whatever I think he's he's the hottest character and uh you know I'm really disappointed that they didn't do <clears throat> that they didn't do everything they could with
1: that yeah because I know i if I remember correctly when you you know sent me a picture or a screen cap of your outline I thought I'm so, I, well, I kind of based my my uh, outline kind of off of what you did, at least what you what you had when you sent it, emailed me that like a few weeks back, and and all that. And I originally had it had it you know, before of Brett retaining the title against Owen. If not, I think I may have had Owen winning the title sometime in '94, then having Brett walk out as champion since uh, Vince normally likes having the babyface walk out of WrestleMania, you know, as the victor. But I was thinking. Why not change up a little bit? You know, sure, <laughs> go for it. That Owen, does you know, like you said, Owen deserves, you know, the, the main event push. You know, like we were saying last week during our WrestleMania 11 podcast, that you know the business was down anyway. Yep. But, you know, no matter who the champion is, so why not give Owen the chance? You know, well, ha- let him let him run with the WWF title. You know, since they started out having him hot at WrestleMania 10. I was thinking, why not try to build him up from WrestleMania ten to WrestleMania eleven? You know, give him kind of the ring victory, you mm-hmm. know, give him the the Rumble win. I was thinking, having him during my Survivor Series main event, have him score the last victory. You know, have him perch carry help carry the his Survivor Series team. You know, kind of help right. build build him up to kind of help you know get, build use a year to build him up and show the fans why he's going to be a my top heel for the next couple years.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. And you know, you you made a super good point. Like hundred percent I could not agree more that when things are down, that's when you need to try something different. Like they did the exact like wrote, you know, buy the book, whatever. Okay, Diesel's the big guy, he's whatever. Um, he's going to be our Hogan type, he's the champ. And, you know, this is your chance to go different. And I like your idea of, you know, going against the grain, seeing how, you know, a heel could carry the company, see if you could replicate something, you know, like how the NWA did with Flair as the heel champion with Owen. I like that idea a lot.
1: Yes, yeah, I don't know. If I remember correctly... Well, it's been a long time since I watched some of their pay-per-view matches, but if I remember correctly, from like '94 to '95, Diesel and Razor had pretty decent, if not better than decent, um, intercontinental title matches. Yeah. So yep. i was thinking, you know, at, you know, at WrestleMania 11, have them, you know, have Razor win the title back from Diesel, who when, how Diesel won it from Razor at the King of the rain '94 pay-per-view, and kind of have them kind of battle it more off and on. Throughout the rest of '95, maybe into '96, yeah, in all I, that sense, how how it always seems like you know Diesel Kevin Nash is willing to have great matches with with his friends who he feels comfortable with. So why not throw one of the click members in in the ring with him for the Intercontinental Title? So
0: that's smart too. he uh, he's always willing to play ball with his buddies. Yep, that's a so, good idea
1: on your part. So yeah, that's why I was thinking kind of have the mid card, you know, kind of based on Diesel and Razor since you know Scott Hall. Back in the mid '90s, was a great, great hand and a great, oh, yeah, great mid carder, and would help build up the person next Men adventure. So, you know, like in you know, the Thirty Years of WrestleMania book, I quoted last week at WrestleMania '11 podcast. You know, these had right on 300 matches up at WrestleMania '11. So, why not give you know give him a veteran like Scott Hall and help these build these up just in case Vince does want. Diesel as a future made eventer. Okay. So what are kind of help yeah. build build Diesel up as well in the, for the future. Nice. So I guess, yeah. I, well, I guess what's your thoughts on me giving Luger? I guess a couple month run with the WWF title.
0: Well, you shall soon see about that. Okay. <laughs> let me hold. Let me hold off on that. On okay.
1: my- I, I know I remember crap. I, I think I may have been a Lanny Poffo interview. I heard this from that if I remember correctly, Macho wanted to do like a two-year kind of build-up feud with Shawn Michaels starting at WrestleMania 10 and having to finish up at WrestleMania 12. Oh, that would have been cool. And I was thinking, you know, if I had more, you know, if I, guess it would have took the whole week to kind of figure out my, you know, figure out the, my outline, I would have actually factored that into, my outline then even kind of book it even to WrestleMania at 12 you know and all that having you know maybe instead of brett versus sean for the title maybe somehow having macho win the title again between WrestleMania 11 and 12 and how mm-hmm. michael's win the title from macho
0: wow that'd be cool <laughs> yeah
1: but obviously you know I, this is pretty much uh, you know giving it maybe a half hour thought <laughs> 45 minute thought i was thinking okay you know, if I had more time, I would have added that into it too. But whatever, you know, what whatever. So I guess, you know, I guess what's your thoughts on my? I guess where could you put the Undertaker more into the into my timeline? You know, since he came back at Summerslam.
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to reveal too much. <laughs> Fair enough. I d- no, but I'll give I'll give my thoughts on your, I think this is a great plan. I I love it because you did what they didn't in a couple things. You um, looked for match quality above all, which I don't think they did. I don't think they were thinking about who's going to make the best matches. And you did that. You put Diesel with who was going to work best with him. You put um, Lawrence Taylor with somebody who you thought was going to have a great match with them. You went with... You tried your best to, um, you know, maybe try to kickstart the company by putting Owen as the champion. I love your plan. I think your plan is fantastic, and I think it would have done a lot better than what they actually did. Just and you didn't, you know, you didn't reinvent the wheel. You weren't like, oh, I'm going to put the title on Doink. In, that would have been horrible. Uh, SummerSlam '94. You know, you weren't you weren't like dumb in that fashion. Like you were gonna try to just like throw everything up in the air and see how it falls. Um, you know, I think you went in a really good direction. I thought it was cool. I like I liked what you did.
1: I guess you know, uh, you know at WrestleMania 10, Luger defeats Brett for the you know retains to retain the title. Luger you know defeats Brett at King of the Ring to retain the title. Then Brett finally wins the title. From Luger at SummerSlam, do you feel like Bret Hart could carry at least acceptable title matches out of Lux Luger in '94?
0: Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, I think they could certainly work together. I think Bret is definitely a broomstick guy, and and Luger at least still in '94 is an acceptable broomstick. Um, he can he can still handle it. He can still he's still at zero. Like there's this um. There's this concept in baseball now that's called replacement level, which (laughs) means you are zero. (laughs) You are going to cost your team any games, but you will not be better than average. I think Luger is a replacement level thing. He's not actively bad, at least 94. (laughs) He's not actively bad dragging things down. He's not a Mabel. He's not a... Um what you know, Giant Gonzalez. He's a he's way below replacement. Yeah, you know, yeah. things things like that where you're gonna pull pull down. He's not above replacement because he's not if you put him with giant Gonzalez, you will not get an average match. Yeah. You will get a terrible match. But put him with a good wrestler and you could have success.
1: Uh, I know one thing I kinda had a difficulty with you know Last few days, look, looking over my outline is what really to do with the, with the take division though between all the, the title matches I put in there because I you know we we had the smoking funds we had, <laughs> we had the Beverly bodies yeah and all that but it really seemed like they really didn't have that many take teams during this time.
0: Sure, no, you're right.
1: So yeah, that's what that's what I thought. You know, at WrestleMania 11, why not throw? Yoko and Bam Bam together and mm-hmm. had them That's defeat cool. 1, 2, 3, Kid and Razor remote for the Tate titles. And all that, actually, I thought if I remember correctly, in mid 95, the kid turns on Razor and all that. So I was thinking, possibly at WrestleMania 11, have some, you know, kind of plant the seeds of the kid turning heel. And kind of going into the summer having, you know, the kid and kid and Razor feuding over, over the kid being a. Thirteen-year-old punk. Oh, I guess a fourteen-year-old punk, and turning turning on Razor and all that.
0: amazing, fourteen-year-old punk. <laughs> Good call.
1: What can I say? So, so I, I guess, kind of thinking of, of it. You know how we were, you know, during our raw reviews and all that. We've been seeing events, kind of teaming up with different people on the co- commentary booth. I guess, you know, if much from WrestleMania ten into WrestleMania eleven, I think I I would try to have Vince as a play by man on Raw then maybe throwing in Cornet as a as a permanent color guy.
0: Okay. Just I be- like that. Just egg.
1: because Cornet would actually help build you know, build people up which we saw, you know, during our robberies compared to throwing in somebody like Shawn Michaels.
0: Yes, I would agree with you.
1: Especially since the Lawler wasn't was I guess if Lawler Waller was around on Raw he was doing the King's Court segments and and all that to at least free up Lawler to be an on-air character during Raw then have you know Waller do the you know the color on the pay-per-views and all that I like that idea so i guess we can take uh take our take a quick break and all that then we'll be back with the second half of the show where Beverly rebooks WWF 94 to 95 we'll be right back
0: I'm getting my pen out.
1: That was a good segment that Mr. Beverly Hills and I just wrapped up with. Beverly, how can they listen to us, besides how they are?
0: Yeah, I agree. That was a good, that was a good one. Um, so, they can find us on iTunes, searching us out in the in the podcast store. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash main event status radio. You can... Let's do is on the website, maineventstatus.com. I think that's everything, right? Yep, and you guys can
1: like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash maineventstatusradio. You guys can interact with us there, or on iTunes, or not iTunes, on Twitter. Kind of close. <laughs> I am at dirty dog, Mes. that's dog as in D-A-W-G. Beverly, how can they talk to you on Twitter?
0: You can talk to me at Beverly Hills MES and I mean, I guess you can listen to it any way you want. You could like burn it to a vinyl if you want to listen to it like on a 45. That'll be awesome. You could like, you could put it like on an eight track. I don't even know how to record eight tracks. You could like record it on a, on a tape. Uh, You could like transcribe it and read it as a book. Uh, You know, just any way you want, man or gal, whatever you want. (laughs) I think my jokes will come across great in the book form. I agree. I was said that you were an old soul.
1: What can I say, Jack?
0: <laughs> Alright, back to the show. And we're back
1: here on Made Event Status Radio for the second half of this special cast. Rebooking WWF 1994-95. 94, 94 Beverly Thrills, I'm kicking it to you. Tell us your booking plans.
0: Alright, man. Well... Okay, so I didn't want to allude to too much during your part, but this started um, when I was watching. I was like, why didn't Luger get the championship? So it all started with Luger as champion. And then then it went off. My second idea was, why did Owen never get the championship? So those are my two themes that everything kind of – Revolved around, and kind of spoilers there. That's what's going to happen during my year here. <laughs> but um, so that was my that was my jumping off point, and Then I just kind of went from there.
1: Okay, I know you'll I know you'll get to it. But where does Lux Luger win the WWF title in your timeline?
0: Well, I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm starting in Royal Rumble '94, and to be honest, I'm keeping that uh, card completely the same. Except um, d- during the Royal Rumble match, Lex Luger will win the Royal Rumble. It will not be a tie. He's just winning. Okay, okay. fair okay.
1: enough. Fair enough. Yeah, That'll, I'll take that.
0: Okay, so so then going into WrestleMania, uh, we're getting rid of the double jeopardy stipulation. We're not doing any of um, any of that kind of stuff. We're just going with Luger versus Yoko for the title, and um and uh, Brett versus Owen on his own in a just in a straight singles match. Everything else, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the uh, women's title match. I will leave. You know, Crush versus Macho, but in mine, I'm gonna have Crush win, and I'm gonna have him win pretty decisively. I thought Fair the finish to yeah. that match sucked. I hated it, all of it. Well,
1: yes, Bro- I, I remember. Well, I don't. I don't I'm sure you and know, I watched me attend together sometime over these over the last several years. But I remember. I remember us talking about that, and I guess instead of me. Explain why you didn't like the match, like that match, and how it ended. Why don't you like how how originally Savage defeated Crush at WrestleMania Ten?
0: Well, I just didn't didn't he doesn't he like oh yeah he like strings him up right yeah yeah I didn't like that I thought the just that match book from booking from beginning to end was just terrible. They made it into kind of a joke and it should have been really like kind of a blood feud between those two. Like they had this longstanding hatred that, you know, crush had turned on macho and all that. And I really, you know, crush is obviously no great shakes, but I think this was their chance to, you know, give him kind of something to really run with. And uh, they really missed the boat. And I thought if you have him, Decisively, like just power bomb, savage through some pallets or something in the back, and he just kind of struts to the ring while Macho's just kind of laying there. I think there's your chance to really build off something.
1: And do you feel like given given Crush that victory, could that build Crush into a, a mid card heel?
0: Yes, because he's he'll be I mean kind of sorta an important part going forward here for me for the next couple months, going into um, at least with SummerSlam and Survivor Series. So, yeah. Okay. well, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you continue then. Okay, well, thank you. Um, so, otherwise, at Mania, I'm going to have, um, in the semi-main event, I'll have Owen versus Brett, and I'll have the exact same match, beginning to end with Owen winning with the um the roll-up. The victory roll-up. Yep. Roll yeah. huh? Exactly. And just going out of that, their feud's is going to be fairly similar. You know, going out of it, the whole thing was that Brett said, I'll never wrestle you, whatever, I won't fight my brother, yada, yada, yada. Even though, you know, we wrestled at – WrestleMania, that's a one time thing, I'm not gonna do it. All that perfect. I'm keeping that. I thought that was done well. And I'll you'll see where we go from that in the coming months here. Okay,
1: then if you take Owen and Brett away from the opener of WrestleMania ten, what what would you put put in that spot? As an opener for WrestleMania Ten.
0: Um my opener will be the crush oh, uh crush savage match. Crush Savage Match. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll take I'd that. Go, looking at the card here, I'd go... Shoot, let me just scroll up here. I'd go Crush Savage first. Then I'd do the Bam Bam and Luna versus the Clowns match. Then the... God, I'd want to come hot with something. Then I would do the Razor Shawn match. Then I do the Alondra Leilani Kai match. Um the then the tag title match with uh Minata Mission versus Quebecers. Um uh yeah and then, yeah. then then yeah then get to the final couple matches. So in my final uh Luger beats Yoko by What's he going to do to beat him?
1: Hit him with a torch, the rumble rack.
0: Oh, wow. If he could, if he could rumble rack him, that would be, that would, oh, God, that'd be a finish. That, if he can get him up in the rack, that's what we would do. Um, 100%, because that freaking puts him over big time. Thank you for helping me out on that one. You're welcome, Mr. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Because I was thinking, you know, if he hits him with the forearm or whatever, that's okay, but I really wanted him to lift him. So, yeah, <laughs> so hit, hit him with a,
1: like hit him with the WrestleMania moment finish.
0: Yes, yeah, I want, yeah, I want that to be a big time moment going forward. So I, yeah, so I like the the Rumble Rack finish. I think would if we could somehow finagle it, or even like, oh, you know, what would be cool. What is if like. Um, Yoko setting up for the bonsai or something, and I don't know if he's like, Yeah, he's like playing to the crowd or whatever, like, Oh, bonsai, bonsai, whatever. <laughs> and while he's not noticing, Luger hulks up, stands up, picks him up in the rumble rack, and he quickly like gives up, just or however long Luger can hold him. Well, I guess, I guess that would make that's, sense. That's a chance to pick him up.
1: Well, I guess yeah, that makes makes sense to have an easy setup to pick him up since it would probably be hard to, as Luger normally you know, set, you know, picks a guy up for the rumble rock, it would make sense to have yoke already up on the ropes to be, make it that much easier for Luger to pick him up.
0: Right, so he lost less, exactly. less,
1: less bending and less stress on his back to pick him up.
0: Yes, exactly. That's my thought.
1: Okay, I, I like so, that.
0: Yeah, Okay, so coming out of Mania, um, we got, at some point, Bret Hart wins a number one contender match against question mark whoever, and he's going to be our number one contender at King of the Ring. Um, So that's, you know, setting up there. We got the... um, the the tournament, uh, the only thing in the tournament that I'm throwing in as like a nod to the future or whatever is Barry Horowitz is going to uh, beat Bob Backlund with wow. a either a sunset flip or a victory roll or some type of roll up and Bob's going to flip out. <laughs> and this is when he's going to do his his crazy man heel turn, okay is that king of the ring ninety four it
1: makes sense to, to see Bob snap against a jobber like Barry hardwoods and all that so i guess that'll make sense
0: yes, so that's my um that yeah that's where we're going with that uh okay, where am I gonna go next okay uh otherwise in the Tournament will go the same. Uh, Owen Hart will win the King of the Ring. Um, I guess we have to... Shoot, I kind of went out of order. We'll have to um, rewind here. Brett, again, will bring in Jim Neidhart on his side, just like he did in real SummerSlam 94. Um, You know, he'll say... In, there's nobody more I can trust there. This is, you know, number one, whatever. This is my guy, okay? Then during the main event, which will be, or the the title match, I think I'd have Owen winning the King of the Ring as the main event, but um, I'll have Luger versus Brett, and Neidhart will interfere to cause Luger to win. Okay. Okay? So... What do I want to do here? Oh, you know what I want to do is I want to do like they did in the other... in 1994, but kind of flip it. So, in 1994, he interfered so that Brett would keep the title because Owen wanted to defeat Brett for the title, right? That was the thinking. This time... He's going to interfere. He's going to hit Luger. Okay. He'll get up on the apron and he's going to, I don't know, hit him with his goatee. And <laughs> his belly, belly bump yeah, yeah. He's going to belly bump him one. And Brett's going to win. And in the ensuing couple months before SummerSlam, they'll ask. Luke or the last night or whatever, who joins on at the end like he did, and they're gonna say like, "What's the deal with, um, you know, not helping out, whatever?" So that Luger retained the title. You hit him so that Brett was DQ'd, and they'll say that it's because, um. You know, whatever they, Brett isn't good enough to face Owen, yada, yada, yada. But in actuality, it's because Owen's afraid of Brett.
1: Makes sense, yeah.
0: So, so that's, that's your story is that Owen is secretly, you know, deathly afraid of Brett and he doesn't want to wrestle him. He wants the title, but he doesn't want to mess with Brett.
1: I guess but, to kind of ask, you know, since in your, I guess in your, in your timeline, Owen, you know, beats Brett. Do you th- do you f- feel like that, or do you want to book it that Owen is afraid that if he faces Brett again, he won't be able to to one up Brett like he did at WrestleMania?
0: Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yep. He'll he'll say, "I beat him once. I don't need to beat him again. Whatever. I I'm done with him." Is yeah, what he you I, know? I, it's I what like that. Yeah. Perfect. That's that plays exactly into what I'm saying. Awesome. So. Also at King of the Ring, um, Yokozuna and Crush are gonna win the tag titles. Ooh, that'd be an interesting combination. Yep. <laughs> and um you might you might need to help me out with this one. Razor Ramon's gonna defend the IC title against a classic IC title holder. Hockey um, hockey. Oh my god, no, 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 no. I got two options. It's either going to be um I can't remember what Santino called him. Rowdy Rowdy Piper or um Macho Man. Um. Now I I had Piper down then I changed it to Macho Man, but now when we look at my WrestleMania thing with him kind of being like taken out by crush. I don't know if we want to come back with him right away. I so guess what,
1: then, I guess maybe you know if you don't want don't want Macho to come back right away then Piper would be a good good I guess good substitute. Yeah, like Piper, I think
0: that's a good idea. I
1: think you know, Piper's kinda of still seemed like at WrestleMania ten, Piper seemed like he was still in decent shape, I guess.
0: He main evented King of the Ring nineteen ninety four.
1: Yeah, that's why I noticed last night. <laughs> yeah. not I was thinking of you know, Piper can come in and say maybe You know, Razor, you got a great Intercontinental title defense. You know, in a ladder match, trust me, a ten. You're gonna be one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time. But prove it. In in order to do that, yeah, you got to prove it against me, who's a former Intercontinental champion.
0: Yes. Yep. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So that's King of the Ring. We're uh, done with King of the Ring. So, setting up SummerSlam. Um. Oh, and Ramon beat Piper. By the way,
1: yeah, okay. I, I, I like that gorilla.
0: <laughs> as you as you would assume, but um, so we're gonna have to start out. We'll have Horowitz versus Backlund again, Horowitz Backlund two, <laughs> and this time Horowitz will win again, and he'll win slightly more decisively this time
1: which which I enjoy to kind of help build up Horowitz's confidence and help build Horowitz's stardom in the eyes of the fans.
0: Yes, and at the end of this match, Lawler, who is on commentary, will laugh at both of them. He will be saying, ha, 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 what a joke Bob Backlund is. This old-timer, he claims that he's the champion, but he's a joke, whatever. He lost to an even bigger joke, that's Barry Horowitz. They're both terrible, whatever. Okay, we'll go from there later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Similar to you, I think, at SummerSlam, I have Razor Ramon defending against Diesel for the Intercontinental title. Um, or at least around there you had that. <laughs> I'm gonna have uh Ramon win uh I won't have him lose, and they're gonna do a they won't shake hands, but as diesel's like rolling out of the ring, they'll kind of give like a nod to each other or something like that like, like just
1: a, I respect you kind of nod kind of yes thing.
0: exactly. Exactly. That's even what I wrote as I wrote respect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. It words of Marchman and WrestleMania night R-E-S-P-E-C-T, that spells
0: respect. <laughs> yes. So, we're teasing maybe, you know, something moving down that road with, with Diesel. Okay. So, that's where we'll leave it at that. Um. Yokozuna and Crush are going to defend the titles against the Smoking Funds and they will lose to the Smoking Funds when Undertaker's dong interferes. Dong. (laughs) Yes, because as, um, as happened in real life, uh, Undertaker's written out At Royal Rumble.
1: Because of Yokozuna.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's... uh, His dong will come back. Or no, you know what? He'll be donging in the weeks prior to SummerSlam, and he will walk out at at At, at SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yep, he'll, you know, he'll whatever, saunter out, and Yoko will be super scared. And while he should be, like, watching, Crush will get... Sidewindered and the guns will win the title. Okay. Um, In the semi main, we'll have Brett Hart versus Jim Neidhart. And Brett will win. I'm just hoping that, you know, in a 10 minute match, Brett can carry Neidhart to something acceptable. And I think he could. Well, it's an old. I
1: don't. What a maneuver for, you know, podcast that we listen to. I know Joe Drill and Eric Allen likes to use, a, I guess, the quote-unquote the mop test. Yep. And I feel like uh, Brett would be able to be a good guy to push, my, I guess, in ways is mop up the floor with Jim ne- Anvil and You know, kind yes. of like what right. you're saying, being able to be able to bring out at least an acceptable match out of nine hundred
0: Right, right. Just as, you know, revenge for the King of the Rings stuff. Um and in your main event you got Luger defending against Owen and Owen's gonna win the title Ooh, at Summerslam. Yep, he'll walk out of Summerslam as the champion. Um, probably with some you know Neidhart interference or something like that, but he will win the belt. Well, so some kind
1: of Calgary shenanigans, so to say.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be some type of nefarious means here that lead to Owen winning the title. I don't know if he's. Uh, a, I don't know. I don't know if he's entirely the kind of heel that can win clean and. So, you know, ways, ways, of
1: I guess the way is to pull a Ric Flair back in yes. the day. Yes. You know, I'm, to be kind of a heel champion that Purge Ways needs to cheat to win, but yet still makes the babyface look great.
0: Right. He won't cheat every time. Like, Flair didn't, you know, Flair didn't cheat every time, but he will certainly use cheating.
1: You know, Mr. Beverly Hills, just because of Owen Hart win, winning the WWF title at your SummerSlam timeline, I, I the Dirty Dog, have to <laughs> open up a can of main event status Mel Yolo because okay. I love the idea of Owen Hart becoming the WWF Heavyweight Champion of the World.
0: Awesome! Thank you. <laughs>
1: Perfect. I'll drink to that, Gorilla.
0: <laughs> You're fantastic. Okay, so Survivor Series 1994. Um, we will start out with the Head Shrinkers and the Smoking Guns against um Million Dollar Team. Which is going to consist of Bam Bam Bigelow, IRS, King Kong Bundy, and a new man. Ooh, a, a new, man. new man. By the name of Bruiser Mastino, who you might know as Mur- Jim Cornette, the Mantar. <laughs> I told you I was gonna work the Mantar in. Uh I just thought he could be used in a sufficient role. He will be brought in as Million Dollar Man's Sorry. Bodyguard. He's gonna be dressed as like a kind of gangstery dude. Uh yeah, he's so he is So he, he's gonna be like a big bruiser kind of guy. Yeah, well yeah, that's his well, name, right? So
1: I guess I like that that idea better than seeing him
0: as Mantar. Right, yes. So, and he will be... So, the survivors in this match are going to be Bam Bam and Bruiser because the guns and head shrinkers are going to have some miscommunications in this match. Okay. Um. In my second match... We're gonna have uh, Doink and Mom. We'll even get Oscar in there. He'll dress as Doink too. Ooh, go Oscar! <laughs> and he's and they're gonna face off. I I initially wrote Goofs, and then I had to look up the roster in 1994, and it will be the Quebecers and Well Done.
1: <laughs> I guess there'll be the Well Quebecers
0: all the, well, the well Canadians uh, yeah can, yeah, Canadian done or I don't know Canadian bacon I don't know <laughs> so, and in that one um, all the good guys will survive and all the bad guys will get cut out Um, let's see what I want to have next next I will have Barry Horowitz versus Jerry Lawler Ooh. and Barry Horowitz is going to win this match okay And Backlund will not come down with Barry, but when he walks, he'll walk down and he'll maybe do some... He'll distract Lawler, which kind of leads to him getting caught by Barry and Barry winning this match. Okay. Um, In my final two matches here, my two main events here, Um, we're going to have... Luger, Undertaker, Tatanka, and the 123 Kid against um, kind of the Cornette team, Yokozuna, Crush, and the Heavenly Bodies. Okay. Okay. And in this one, um, Crush is going to be the sole survivor of this one because See, you're
1: building up crush in your timeline.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I don't even have him on WrestleMania. So, just, <laughs> so don't don't give me too much credit. But <laughs> because Yokozuna and Undertaker will eliminate each other, um Tatanka is going to turn. He he will make his turn and he's going to turn on Luger leading to him get him getting um eliminated and then he's going to walk out. Makes sense. And so that'll that'll lead to that finish. So Crush will be your survivor on that one. I don't know, maybe one Heavenly Body, too, just so it isn't just Crush. Oh, that, be, that crushes my heart, Mr. Beverly Hills. J- Jimmy Dollar, I'll be doing this while him do, and Crush do the, do the, the belly, belly rub, know, the belly exactly. jiggle. Yes. Um, and then in our final, uh, we're going to have um, Owen Hart. Jim Neidhart, Shawn Michaels, and Jeff Jarrett. are against- i great. Yes. Yes, you are. Woo-hoo. And on the other side, we will have Brett, British Bulldog, and Razor Ramon, and their mystery partner, who... He will walk out with his employer, and then when the other three go, and here is our mystery partner, Diesel, and he'll walk from the heel side over to the face side, and he'll be their fourth partner.
1: That would be. That would be. I'm sure that that'll get a, get an awesome pop from the crowd.
0: I think so too. So that's why I'm doing it in my final because I think that would just be tremendous if. Uh, you know, dirt when, yeah, when they go and here's our mystery partner and they look at the screen and then he just like, then the music hits and he walks over. I think it would be insane. <laughs> um, and in that one, I think we're going to have. um We'll have Brett Razor and Diesel survive. Um, Cause I think we're going to have Owen walk out. Um, and yeah, so that then the other three will just get eliminated. So though that will be my Survivor Series there. Okay. Right. Flip into the new flip, near, flip the page, Gorilla. Yeah. Flip into the new page. Oh no! Oh, oh no!
1: Shit. Damn it! You know, while while you're trying to figure things out, here we I, go. No, oh, I got
0: a new, a good idea. Okay.
1: Well, but go- I, I was gonna say that I enjoy how in this in your Survivor Series been a vet Owen Hart just walks so playing the heel, getting more heat on him.
0: Yes. Yep. He'll he's just gonna be like, whatever, I'm the champion, this means nothing to me. He'll maybe like like Brett'll lock up with him and Brett'll gain the upper hand and then he'll just slide out and he's like, peace out. Screw this. Okay. Um All right, so here's my Royal Rumble. Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-oh. So I accidentally put Brett versus Neidhart again, but I don't want
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you.
0: So um, instead, and here's a perfect way to slip him in, uh, Brett versus Crush, okay? Crush uh, is hired gun by Owen. Uh, Again, remember, he doesn't want to face Brett ever. So... He hires Crush to hurt Brett. I don't I don't care if you win. I don't care whatever. Just hurt him. And Brett has to win this match to gain entry into the Royal Rumble. So he 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 does win, but he gets hurt in the process. And it look and then Crush continues the beatdown after the match. He keeps it going where it looks like Brett, even though he won, isn't going to make it to the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, we're going to have a six-man tag match between Bam Bam Bigelow. This is a huge team, by the way. Bam Bam Bigelow, King Kong Bundy, and Bruiser Mastino against One Two Three Kid and, the, <laughs> and Men on the Mission. Ooh, and uh, one, two, three, kid will pin Bam Bam, setting up the LT thing. I'm still going to go through the Bam Bam LT.
1: Makes sense. I, I I do have to ask: Will that six man be for the WCCW six man t- team titles?
0: <laughs> they have to beat the Freebirds to get the opportunity. <laughs> 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 I, I I
1: had to bring that up. Gorilla. That's
0: awesome! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um,
1: <laughs> Give me a break, Gorilla!
0: Oh, hilarious! Okay, so <laughs> so at some point uh, during the winter or whatever, um, Jarrett has won the Intercontinental title. That's just something from on Raw. Maybe the roadie cheats for him, whatever. We'll have. So he's coming into the Rumble as the champion here. Um, And he's going to be defending against Lex Luger. And Jarrett wins because Tatanka comes out and uh, interferes. So Jarrett ends up winning that one. Okay. Um, The Smoking Guns, who are still tag champions, will play off their. Uh, miscommunication with the head shrinkers and they'll defend against the head shrinkers and they'll keep the titles um, in the main event singles match. Um, Owen is defending against Razor Ramon and Owen wins. As I was say I like the idea of that match because
1: I can see Razor being able to pull out a great, Great singles match over Owen Hart and be, yeah, be, being a great opponent for WWF champion Owen Hart.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think that would be a, be a really good match. Um, and then Brett wins the Royal Rumble. Okay. And that's, so that's your Royal Rumble 95. He goes off the, we go off the air with, you know, him celebrating and Owen, um, shitting proverbial bricks on the, <laughs> on the entrance round. Oh, so t- so
1: kind of like what happened at wrestling at 10 in real time.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: When Brett yep. won the so title, orange kind of came out, It was yeah, pooping bricks and all that Surprised <laughs> that he won the title.
0: Yes. Yep. So he's going to, yeah, he's going to do that. And he's like, Oh God, now I have to defend it against him. All right. And now finally, Wrestlemania 11.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Wrestlemania.
0: Fighting to that.
1: Poop it up, poop it up. <laughs> As I said, you said a fighting for the right. should be pooping the bricks
0: for the right. <laughs> you got it. All right, so we're starting off with something ahead of its time. A four-way tag title match. Ooh. Between... The Smoking Funds, who are the champions. 123Kid and Marty Gennetti, Bam Bam, or, uh King Kong Bundy and Bruiser Mastino. And the new tag team. The new? Of Bob Backlund and Barry Horowitz.
1: I like that, Gorilla.
0: And they're walking out as titleists. Ooh,
1: That would be interesting seeing Barry and Bob, the Bees... <laughs> Killer bees, the crossface bees, yes, the, the chicken bees, yes. The as tag team champions.
0: Oh my gosh, I would love. As I wrote that, I'm like they would be an awesome tag team. They'd be so fun to watch those two because they're both great wrestlers. J- just, and. just think of
1: seeing Bob back and slap on the crossface chicken wing and Barry, and helping, you know, distracting the opponents, and at the end of the match. But, uh, Barry teaches Bob to pat himself on the back.
0: <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. We'd get great interviews of Barry being like, it's like this, Bob. <laughs> 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 or like he would try to pat Bob on the back and Bob doesn't like to be touched so he'd like freak out on Barry and put him in the cross <laughs> chicken wing. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in our second match we got uh, Double J... Defending the Intercontinental Championship against Razor Ramon, and I'm going to have Razor Ramon walk out as the champion here. Um. So yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we're going to have Lex Luger try to exact his revenge on Native American Tatanka, but he is going to fail in this. Time at least. Maybe later in 95 he'll get it back, but at this point I'm going to have to talk a win. Okay. Sorry. That's
1: fine. Fu- uh, take After your the, break, uh,
0: <laughs> After that, we'll have some type of women's match. I just want to throw something and it's kind of a break. I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. There's got to be two that we can yeah, do that.
1: The, fan, uh, the fans, the Hartford, Hartford Civic Center definitely need a break.
0: Yeah. Um, after that, we'll have, um, Bulldog, British Bulldog beating Jim the Anvil Neidhart and may, and maybe just kind of writing him off. I think this might be it for Neidhart for a while. Um, after that, we'll have a big kind of deal. We'll have Diesel versus Sean. And I'm gonna have Sean win this one because of his debuting bodyguard, Sid.
1: Oh, Vicious Hills.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then you know, through the summer, those two will go at it and all that.
1: So so you you'll still have the Diesel and Sean WrestleMania match. I like.
0: Yeah, but it'll be. Yes. Yep. Yeah, WrestleMania 11, and then maybe you know if if everything went right, WrestleMania 12 might be those two for the for the real title Hmm. for you know for the world title we might find a way to work that. Um, Okay, let's see. Next, I need another kind of break match, so I just thought going versus Lawler. I don't know. Fair enough. You know, that's that's just another break match. The, The King of the Clowns. Yeah, because I got three kind of heavy matches here finishing up, so I thought we needed something to give give the people a little breath. Um, Because coming out of that is going to be my. And now I know last week I really defended the choice of this going last, and here I say putting it third to the end, but Bam Bam versus LT. I'm I'm putting eighth out of 11 here, or out of 10. Um, I don't know. I just. I think the two that I have coming up here are really. You know, long ranging ones that I want going last. All that. Okay, then so, out
1: of, out of your LT team, Ben Ben match, you walk. So does the victor.
0: I, you gotta have LT for me. Of, of, I guess it makes
1: sense that you know with LT having the football background and all that back in '95, it only makes yeah. sense having LT coming and Walkers walked out with the W.
0: Right. So we got yeah, we got LT one in that one. Um. So my my semi-main is going to be what did main event Survivor Series 94, which is uh, Yokozuna versus Undertaker in the casket match. And uh, just like 94, we'll have Undertaker win, okay. and this will – go ahead. Well, I was going to say,
1: I think that match would be a hell of a lot better than the, the Bundy-Taker <laughs> match that we did see at WrestleMania 11.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yoko was still pretty good in 95, which we saw in his tag team match. Um, and, yeah, and maybe just, um, I guess, my inadvertent, like, all-star crush will come out with, with Yoko's. He'll just be his second or something, and Undertaker will have to fight him off. Maybe he puts him in the casket with Yoko.
1: As I said, that would be awesome, but since Undertaker would have a double deep, double wide <laughs> casket, maybe have a triple deep, triple wide <laughs> casket and put both of them in there.
0: Yes. And then the final match will be uh, defending champion Owen Hart versus Brett for the title in a cage, Ooh. and we're going to have Brett win okay. the, which, to finish off with that. Which I like that and. As
1: I say, I thought if I remember correctly, that's how you ended WrestleMania 11, and that's why I thought I had to change up and have Owen walk out winning the title yeah. for Brett just just because I, you know, I, you know, why, you know, like I said, you know, I, while I like your idea too, you know, mm-hmm. building up Owen Hart and having him be the cowardly heel through cowardly heel champion throughout
0: ninety four and ninety five. Right. No, and I. Yeah, and I liked your idea, too, because I think, like I said, when we went through yours, it was worth a shot. You yeah. know, just anything in 1995, it was worth a shot with having a heel walk out of WrestleMania as the champion. Um, just like for me, it's worth a shot having him carry the title for six months or more, might be more, I don't know, from SummerSlam to WrestleMania, which I guess is about nine months, so...
1: Well, I guess kind of yeah. like what you said last week when we were covering WrestleMania 11. This was pretty much a down period for the WWF, so why not give somebody else a chance to as champion? Because you can't do any worse than Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So let's take yeah. our last break for the night. Then we'll be right back to finish up on this very special special cast. We'll be right back here on Made Event Status Radio. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. I was never a big fan of um, We're just two diff- very different people, and even in ECW, he me the wrong way. And just the thought of, I'm not getting injured to get him over. Um, so I was just, there's no way. And I, I've taken chair shots, but it's like I put my hands up, and also after I complained to Paul, I didn't have to
0: take him very much after that. And welcome back to the thrilling conclusion of this lovely lovely rebooking 1994-1995 WWF edition of Main Event Status Radio. I am the Mr. Beverly Hills. He is the Mr. Dirty Dog. Set us up here for this final segment, Mr. Dog.
1: I hope everybody this was this was well worth your money of 0 dollars <laughs> and 0 cents. I I hope so. Sure as heck hope so. Tell that to kayfabe commentaries that they should hire Mr. Beverly Hills <laughs> to do fantasy timelines.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, I had so much fun doing this. Like, listening to yours and telling mine, uh, I had a blast.
1: I, I enjoyed it, too. Listeners, hit us up on our, uh, you know, which will hit us up on our social media accounts, which we'll plug here in a few minutes, and let us know what you guys thought. If you like like us to do more of these with our different series that we'll be doing here in the future and so on.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So during the break, I threw out there, why not pick MVP and a jobber for our timelines? I was also thinking it'd be cool to pick an MVP and a jobber for each other's timelines as well. Oh, okay. So just because we started out with my, with my timeline, I'll start out with my jobber of my timeline, which I which has to be... Probably Lex Luger, because okay. you know he won the WWF title at WrestleMania 10 and all that, and retained it only to SummerSlam, and he's not even on my WrestleMania 11 card. <laughs> so Lex Luger has to be my jobber of my timeline, and my main eventer, my main event status star has to be Owen Hart, for you know being built up the whole whole year from WrestleMania 10 to 11 and walking out WrestleMania 11 defeating his brother in two back-to-back WrestleManias and walking out as WWF champion.
0: Awesome. Okay. For mine, I think my jobber, I guess just looking, I'm going to base it on just like someone who is maybe downgraded from where they were in real 1994. I think I'm going to go with maybe Bob Backlund as my jobber. You know, he had a run... A short run <laughs> as title holder in 1994. Um, in mine, he ends up as tag champion, but that's it. Um, so he's my jobber and my main eventer. I think I'm also gonna go with Owen. You know, he holds the title for good part of 1994
1: and 1995. So yeah. Okay. As I was say, if I had to pick a jobber out of your series, your your timeline. Probably has to be the Macho Man. Okay, you know, for being, sure. I guess, crushed, pun intended, <laughs> at WrestleMania 10, and not—I'm sure he would, if you know, we would have be able to go more in detail. I'm sure he would come back sometime in the year, but yeah. at WrestleMania 10, he pretty much got written out of storyline-wise. So for me, if I had, if I had to pick a job out of your timeline, it has to be the Macho Man.
0: You know, what would be a cool thing is but, if you know we were talking about how at uh. WrestleMania 11 with the casket match if Macho would make his return Ooh. and like fight with Crush to the back or something that, like that, after off air for a whole year that would be cool yeah yeah that if I had to pick an MVP the
1: main event had to start out of your timeline it'd probably have to be Bret Hart you know okay. being you know being built up it's like being built up going through obstacles after obstacles every pay per view to Finally, get Owen Hart at Wrestlemania 11 and defeating Owen Hart in a steel cage
0: match to reclaim the WWF title. Yeah, thank you. Okay, let's see. So now I got to think. Now I got to think for you. Um. Okay. Oh, shoot. Bang. <laughs> I guess I'll go with the jobber. Oh, I know. I think I'll pick Bam Bam as your jobber. Just because, again, basing off mine of like real 1994 to this imaginary version of 1994, um, he went from being a main eventer of WrestleMania to is he on your card? Yeah, he, he, him and Yoko win the tag titles oh. at WrestleMania oh, well, 11. Well, okay, now that isn't too much of a downgrade. He wins the tag title. But it's not,
1: think- not the same, I guess, yeah. not the same caliber as main event to WrestleMania with LT. Yeah.
0: And I think that'd be a freaking awesome tag team. I I still I love that Bam Bam Yoko tag team. I think they'd be awesome. Um go ahead.
1: I'm just I I guess I'm so excited it's hard for me to put into words my excitement about Yokozuna, <laughs> Bam Bam Big as a tag team.
0: Yeah, I oh they'd be they would just be awesome. Um, I'd love to see that tag team. I mean, that's very like um that's a very kind of like Japanese tag team. Like when you look at like Steve Williams and Terry Gordy or, like, Vader and Stan Hansen or something like that. It's a very kind of, like, all-Japan tag team, and I love it. (laughs) since
1: Bam Bam's nickname was the Beast from the East and all that, and Yokozuna is quote-unquote guy from the line of the Rising Sun, it'd be cool if their tag team name was the Beast from the Rising Sun.
0: No, the Beast...
1: From the far east, I like that the beast <laughs> from the far, the beast for, from yeah from the far east.
0: Yes, that's what they would be. There's still <laughs> no no
1: name to the YH beasts, the young hot beast, <laughs> the
0: young hot beast.
1: Yes, which was our college tank team name, the
0: young hot stud, and the sexy beast, the young <laughs> hot beast. <laughs> I love it. And your main eventer. I don't want to pick the same one you did. Oh, I know. Sean is is going to be your main eventer because even though he's not necessarily coming out on top of those diesel matches, he's <laughs> without seeing him, I know he's going to be the MVP of those matches. Yeah, and especially I,
1: yeah, especially going going against LT in the main event of WrestleMania 11. Yep, it, and, yeah. yep,
0: and I was gonna yep, and I was gonna get to that one too. Being being the guy to carry LT would, would also make him. That star, so yeah, you did a lot with him, and you, and I wanted to pick your the one you picked. Oh, Owen. Yeah, for your, but I didn't want to pick the same one. Fair enough. But but yeah, I think you did a lot with him too. Well, yeah, just kind of you know look, you know look
1: at my outline and you know remember what you did for your your timeline. I think yeah, Owen Hart would would benefit greatly from either one of our timelines if we had the book back in WWF in ninety four and ninety five. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: sad that Owen Hart never really had that kind of run before he passed away.
0: Right. No, I agree. And, and I mean, like, that's the downside when we look at our, you know, timelines is that things that we do think would have been so much better and would have been more fun to watch. Like, yeah, you know, Owen never got a shot to be a tag team or a Main event, you know, uh, world titleists. You know, Barry Horowitz never got a chance to even sniff a tag team championship. <laughs> yeah. You know, thing, things like that where it's like, oh, you know, I really wish that would have happened. You know, that kind of thing, but it's still fun.
1: So, do we want to wait a few weeks before we reveal our summer sizzling series or should
0: we drop it now, Mr. Beverly um, You know, I think go ahead. You tell us the Summer Sizzling Series. Okay, I guess
1: we haven't really came up with a, I, with a title of it yet, but I guess to over-arc it as one Summer, s- summer Sizzling Series, I guess it would be the Summer of WCW.
0: Yes, yes, this is the Summer of WCW. I know yeah.
1: you hinted at it last week at the Recipe 11 podcast, and yep. we've been e- emailing each other back and forth, and I can't remember if I put in the email or not. But I really, really, really like, I and mean, I'm looking forward to the summer series that you came up with and oh, all that. Okay,
0: cool. So yeah, I, and so
1: it's,
0: it's a two it's a two part summer
1: sizzling series. So, but yeah, as I say, I guess we have two mini series within the series. But I think yeah, yeah there's a summer of WCW, which which I like, and yes. so I guess
0: I'll let you explain what we're doing. Okay. All right. So in the summer of WCW here, um, the first part, this is kind of a dirty, from the mind of the Dirty Dog. Um, we're going to do, I guess the spring, early summer is going to be all about the death of WCW. Oh, yes. The death. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be splitting apart the great uh, book, Death of WCW, into its seven <laughs> yes, or eight parts? Here, let me, I, I know let, I got it wrong. I, I got it in my hands. <laughs> Perfect. I know I got it wrong in email. So it's either seven or eight parts, and we're going to split it into those parts, do a cast on each week. It's it's uh, seven chapters, but I think okay. you'll
1: also like okay. to do an epilogue. So Correct. probably
0: eight or maybe
1: nine part series. You, you, you and I need to finish hammering out the final details, hammered. but we have at least... And the outline a nine part series.
0: Yes. Okay. Perfect. So yes, that's what that's the first part. So that I'll get us into you know, <coughs> sorry, the heat of the summer or whatever, and then as we go from the death to maybe the peak of WCW, and we will be doing um, the road to Bash at the Beach nineteen ninety six.
1: Which would also include the Great American Bash Mm -hmm. from 96, I guess. We can say we're on the road to the Great American Bash at the beach.
0: Yeah, correct, yes. So that's what we'll be doing. We'll we'll finish, you know, summer into early fall. Uh, We'll be culminating with the formation of the NWO with uh, Hogan making the biggest turn. And... uh, yeah, so that's so that's kind of it gets us through the summer and even into I think it's even into like September or later.
1: Which which <laughs> I'm excited for to cause I know we've done I think what two I think uh, two episodes of WCW Nitro the first two episodes and all that so yeah. I am mean, I know you know we've been exchanging emails off and on th- through since we started the podcast and I've been itching to do a WCW series yeah and I've been yeah. itching well, to. Well, I know we. I've done a podcast with Brian Alvarez back in October, you know, in, in, interviewing him about the book. And I've been wanting to kind of do more, just a, a more of a longer show on the death death of WCW. I guess we we'll be doing an eight to nine part
0: series of <laughs> of that. So you'll I'm, get your wish. You'll get your wish. Yes, you went from like a forty five minute one to like a ten hour series. <laughs> yes. If not, maybe longer.
1: know how yeah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i'm I'm excited about that because well look at this podcast out of three pages of notes that you and i did <laughs> together this is you know itching to about an hour and a half podcast so
0: yeah but man i had a ton of fun
1: yeah so i know as you guys can hear in our voices that we are excited for our summer of wcw series or the two mini series that will make up the whole series and all that yeah. which yeah i'm hoping that we will be able to throw some uh Curve balls and some fun times within the series.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe some guests, and you know, who knows, maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a detour or two. Hmm. A yeah. couple? Yeah, who, who knows? We'll uh, keep shit? those secret.
1: Which, which, which I like s- secrets and all that fun jazz.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. What, what are you doing? What? What, what what's happened?
1: Let's see if this works, Mr. Beverly Hills.
0: Hello, and all. Hi,
1: Mr. Beverly Hills. Now you can finally talk to Mother D on the telephone.
0: Well, hello, Mother D. Oh, Sunny <laughs> D. <laughs> it's good to talk good. to you. Oh, it was great to talk to you.
1: Uh, How is it going for uh, your better half?
0: Oh, she's great. We're getting ready for to go to a wedding this afternoon, so she's getting all gussied up. Oh, we can too, so we can go out cruising with you. Ooh, I like that idea. F- said Oh.
1: <laughs> As a tease for the summer series, people, there might be another run-in from Mother D. Yay,
0: I'm so excited. A wedding? Are you getting married, Eric?
1: No mother to yes. it may or may not be a chance that you might make another appearance on the podcast.
0: Ah, uh, well, I'd be so sad because uh, after all I'm
1: Why would he am, be, Why would you be sad to be uh, on the podcast? No, I'm not sad because of that. I'm sad because I'm not going with my my uh my other man. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, you're the best, Mother dude. You are the best. Well we'll we'll be able to get together on one of our episodes in our summer series. I hope Mrs. Hills
1: is okay with that, Mr. Hills.
0: Are you okay with that, Eric?
1: I do not know if I wanna call my co-host my stepdaddy.
0: <laughs> oh what a what a rush. Oh what a rush indeed.
1: So we might as well end the podcast for Mother D, for Mr. Beverly Hills. I am the Dirty Dog Darcy. We'll catch you guys next time on Mid-Event Status Radio. Oh,
0: my gosh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, I really like that. That's fantastic. That is our show, ladies and gentlemen.